Cougar fans, it is time. Touchdown! What a grab! It's time to raise your colors, raise your voice, and join in on the raucous roundtable about your favorite team, the BYU Cougars. 20-15-10-5, It's time to tailgate. Cougar Tailgate, where BYU sports fandom lives. And here's your host, Lauren McClain. What's up, Cougar Nation? I'm Lauren McClain, and we're here to tailgate with you, doing what we do best, talking all things BYU Cougars. Well, TCU happened last week, and it wasn't pretty. The Cougs will try and bounce back for homecoming against the 3-4 Texas Tech, who will most likely be starting their third-string quarterback. Despite that, the Red Raiders are still favored by four and a half points in the game. For today's roundtable discussion, we have the Kiwi Cowboy, Johnny Linehan. What's up, Johnny? Hey, what's going on? And the big friendly giant, Corbin Kafusi. Hi, Corb. How's it going? Thanks for being here, you guys. Um, it's been a minute, Corbin, since I feel like the people have heard from you. And what, I've been out. <laughs> what, what have you been up to besides doing cold plunges in uh, the Provo River? You know, I did uh, <laughs> just finished up my USFL se- this last USFL season yeah. and finished my contract there. And now just moved back to Utah and uh, moving on from football. So that's kind of where I've been. And you say you feel pretty good about that, though. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so much more to do. So I'm excited. Johnny, uh, have you recovered from running the Y three times the last time we talked to you? (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty tough. Yeah. Again, we've got to be generous with the word run. (laughs) We started out wanting to run it, and I forgot how steep it was. So it was a a brisk walk. Against against Arkansas. (laughs) We so he came on the show and we said if Arkansas wins, he said he would run the Y with a weighted vest three times. BYU beat Arkansas, so he did it. Oh Are you impressed by that or what, bro? <laughs> that's yeah. incredible. Two hours, yeah. Oh well, like I try to do the Y. It's killer. Why will kill hike. you? Yeah. It is rough, Johnny. I feel like if BYU beats Texas Tech, you need to do some cold plunges. Hey, the we'll, River we'll figure out something to I'll do. do so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Corbin already does it three times a week, so <laughs> he's got to figure out something else, but I feel like that'd be a good one for you. All right, it's time for our Hot Off the Grill segment, but before we get to our hot takes, let's talk about what Hot Off the Grill food we'd take right now because every good tailgate should begin and end with food. Johnny, what food are you talk- taking Hot Off the Grill right now? Man, I'm I'm boring. I'm just kind of a hamburgers and hot dog kind really? of guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fine. American food, right? <laughs> <laughs> the New Zealander level I'm not, American I'm not food. very high maintenance. Just throw some meat in there between two buns, and I'll throw in some ketchup, maybe a little bit of fry sauce. Even and if the meat's <laughs> just like different body parts of animals. Honestly, yeah, it's, I'm not too picky when it comes to that. It's funny, this last week I was at a Utah Jazz game and went to the Delta Center or the Delta Suite. That's wow. just a different life because they're in there Whoa. eating their knife and fork, and I'm there like, just give me like the steak yeah. burger, and yeah. I'm just, yeah, they're like, he doesn't belong here. Wow. They, they were right. That was pretty cool. <laughs> How'd you get to do that? So my my company that I'm at now, we're actually the the sponsor of the Jazz, the patch sponsor. Okay. This year, so they were playing the New Zealand basketball team in a preseason no game. That's awesome. So that was pretty fun. Got to go sit behind the bench and. It was pretty sweet. Got to experience the sweet life, and I could get used to that, but <laughs> the knife and fork thing we still got to figure we gotta out. We got to throw that knife and fork, though. All right, what are you taking hot off the grill right now? I'm the same as Johnny, but I'm I'm even simpler. Give me a hot dog, and I'm the happiest man on earth. Like, really? I'll eat at a tailgate. I'll eat, like, 10 hot dogs. Easy. Wow. Just love a good glizzy, you know? Do, are, you, are, you, are you fat? Like, can you eat it fast? 
Or are you kind of more take your time? See, I'm it, like, give me five minutes. I'll eat a ton of food and then I'm good. No, yeah. I'd like to get it done quick because I don't like carrying it. And I'm a terribly messy eater. So I'm like, I got a five minute window to be as messy as I can. And then I got to clean it up. Because like, I'm one of those people that when they're eating, people are like, oh, you got something on your face. I'm like... I You're know like, it's I know. there. Let me finish and then we'll get it all because it's everywhere right now. <laughs> don't even tell me. Where most people would be really grateful, like, oh, thanks for telling me. I have something on my face. You're no. like, I don't even care. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. In five minutes, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> Guys, I feel like I'm not high maintenance, but I want to take a well done steak. I, just very, very minimal pink. Very minimal pink. Some grilled corn and pineapple. Is See, that, I, I like I'm it. a little we'll more even. high maintenance than you guys. Okay, okay. This is a nice tailgate. I'm it, like, is, wow. it is a really nice tailgate. I'm waiting for someone to sponsor this this segment so we can get some good get food. Get some Bam Bam sponsorship right, right here. Let's do that. Hey, I like it bleeding. Give me all the blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to get it juicy. Just a slight sear oh, on the outside. <laughs> hot still beating kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, it's time for our hot takes and hot off the grill hot takes about BYU football this week. Johnny. Let's start with you. What's your hot take on BYU football? Hot take's pretty hot. <laughs> Just I want to get it out there that it's a very hot take. In no way, shape, or form do I want this to be true. Okay. But I don't think BYU make a bowl game this year. I think they have one, one win left, and it might be this weekend. You think the Texas Tech game might be their very last win of the year? TCU broke me. It's yeah. like, I hope it didn't break the team. But, yeah, looking at that schedule and then some of the teams they have to play hitting form – Texas and Oklahoma. I just hope we're competitive. But the others, the other wins that I had potentially penciled in, yeah, I don't Gone. know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's tough. So and it's I, hot. I don't want it to be true. That is a don't hot come take. At me, but <laughs> maybe that's me saying <laughs> that's, that is hot. it's not going to happen now <laughs> yeah. that I've said it out loud. I got it out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you think, Corb? What's your hot take? I guess and I, my hot take, and I feel like I have to go opposite. That I'm, my hot take's gonna, they're gonna make a bowl game. Let's go. And that somewhere we're gonna pull like a crazy victory off. I don't know what, where it's gonna be, but one of these big teams, we're gonna surprise someone. So you're saying like a Texas or an Oklahoma? You think there's going to be a, I'm a just, win? I'm not going to say specifics, but I... Okay. <laughs> but, yes. but yes. <laughs> but yes, absolutely. He's, cro- he's crossing his fingers, by the way, everybody. Yeah, they're, they're up here. <laughs> My hot take is BYU needs to play with an underdog mentality and grit every single week, week to be able to survive this year. Yeah. I they, they have to have that that dog mentality. And the Cougars have some talented players, but these Big 12 teams have been recruiting at a P5 level for several years. So they they are. They're just kind of a level ahead right now. Hopefully BYU can get there. And until then, I think they need to be incredibly assignment sound, play with a chip on their shoulder every single game, play like you have nothing to lose, which is kind of what West Virginia has been doing. They were picked last in the Big 12, and they've been doing phenomenal. Some beat some really good teams. I feel like BYU needs to kind of capture that mentality and play like they have nothing to lose for the rest of the season and see how far that takes you, or else I'm kind of with Johnny. I think – I think they're not going to survive. That TCU game was rough. Well, we saw it with Kansas as well when first passing play, you know, over into the flat yeah. to pocket Kingston, he gets rocked. And we didn't respond. Yeah. Right? I'm all for helping people off the turf. That's great. But smash them to the ground and yeah. then help them up. I felt like that was a chance for us to react and give the energy back, and, and we, we didn't do that. And same thing against TCU last week. You get hit in the mouth, you smile, but you don't do anything back. So they have yeah. to respond. Yeah. BYU definitely has to stop having a turnover the very first throw of the game. Right. Yeah. That has not been helping the Cougars case. Yes. That is always <laughs> like – I remember that happened a lot when we were there. And it was just like one of those things where that 
definitely can hurt the team. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, what's funny is 2017, right? Was that your second to last year, I think? I, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was my last year, right? I had a great year stats-wise, team not so much, right? Um, <laughs> but people always say, hey, you would have loved 2017. You get to play a lot. No, not not actually because we turned the ball over. I would have yeah. preferred to turn it over through punting, but turnovers are killer. No, absolutely. Like, the morale changes a ton with t- turnovers. So my question for you guys is, from a player perspective, how do you turn a corner then after a loss like that? Because I'm going to be honest, that offense reminded me a lot of the 2017 team, and we don't want that to happen because I'm pretty sure they lost to LSU and then won or lost four straight after that. So – after a big, huge loss like that against TCU as a player, how do you turn a corner and make sure that doesn't happen again? I think, because I literally think of that. I remember when we were down at LSU, we didn't pass the 50-yard line. <laughs> I still remember the defense. We had like 80, 90-plus snaps already because we were just out there so long. And I think one of the things, it's exactly what you said, was that you got to find the dog in you type of thing. And it's kind of interesting because I've been talking a lot with people, but the way that college football works now, it's a lot harder to do that now for these kids because yeah. there's so many different things. It's like, oh, I'd rather play well for myself because I can get an NIL deal or yeah. transfer and it's so easy. And so it comes down to the pride of playing the game. And I think this is where like this next game is where like we've, of course, you see it throughout the season, but after a huge loss is where you really see the guy's pride and what they've got in them. So that's why I'm like waiting to see this next game because it'll tell us everything we need to know, Mm. I think, for a while. (laughs) Johnny, what do you think? Yeah. Amen. Culture is everything. Yeah. That's what I love about Coach Satake is he's building the right culture. To Corbin's point, super hard to continue to build culture with the NIL because now people are coming – they don't necessarily want to play for BYU. They didn't grow up as BYU fans. Yeah. I actually think fans care more about the game in this new age than the players do. Mm-hmm. So that's where the mm-hmm. culture of the team has to come back. 2017, we had a terrible year, maybe the worst in BYU history. Yeah. We still had a really talented team. You think, look at the guys we had, like Fred Warner, Diane Lake, Zane Anderson, Chris Wilcox. We had some people yeah. that had just played in the NFL yeah. to varying degrees. But it came back to the culture, right? If the culture's not there, then that's that's my hot take is I feel like if the culture slips, it's really hard to get that culture when you have guys for two, three, four years max. So hopefully the players can come together and say, hey, here's what we're playing for. Coach Sataki can lead from the front as well, and then they really go out and put the pride in the jersey and and go put it on the field. Because who does that fall on? Does it fall on the coaches? Does it fall on more the players, the leaders, than the captains of the team? Yeah, everything rolls up to the coach, but the way Coach Sataki leads is he wants the players to lead. So it's ultimately his responsibility. We know he'll be ultimately accountable for it, but he's going to expect the players to lead. Let's get to the fan question. It's what BYU football player would you name homecoming king for the Texas Tech game? Let's get to some of the fan responses. Travis Campbell on X said, Honestly, I would crown the entire BYU defense because we wouldn't be 4-2 without them while the offense finds its identity. Go Cougs. What do you think? I agree with that, actually. I think the defense, they have not been perfect. That TCU game, they kind of took a step back. But but that being said, they they had a decent amount of interceptions. They've done very well the previous games. And I do feel like the defense has kind of kept them in it. What do you guys think? I think that's definitely valid because – the hardest thing in those games when the offense is struggling, like 
in the LSU game, defense was out there so long, like you're going to let things up. But like continual play like that is crazy. And I think the whole season they've, like you said, they've done pretty well with turnovers and whatnot. So I, hats off to the defense. Yeah. The next one is from Talon Jones on X. He said, anyone that can run over 100 yards needs to be crowned king immediately. <laughs> yes. Because that has not happened yet this season, you we're guys. Just collectively, we've had one in six games where we've been over 100 yards rushing, and that came with three minutes left against Sam Houston. It's terrible. It's not good. <laughs> there has to be some sort of incentive. Yeah. You know, they need they they need to have something like, okay. Homecoming we, king. Yes, the homecoming yeah. king. We'll yeah. be standing there. We'll have Corbin and Johnny stand out with a crown. <laughs> place it on your head at the end of the game. Well done. Let's do it. <laughs> well done. Uh, Daniel Evans on X said, Chase Roberts. He exemplifies what it means to represent BOU football to its fullest. Loyal Coog, star player, great media interviewee, covenant keeper. Member missionary, this guy, this guy really took it to the next level. <laughs> well, I don't know, I don't know Chase that well. Apparently, this guy does, but but I agree that Chase Roberts has been a bright spot on the offense. He's been fantastic. What do you think? A hundred percent, hundred percent. Chase has been phenomenal. We just need to get him the ball more. Yeah, I, I mean, and they had a, they had a hard time against TCU finding separation. I know that's true, but when he got the ball. You're like, put it in this guy's hands. This is what he can do. I love it. At True Blue BYU 1984 on X said, has to be Ben Bywater with his season-ending injury. Ugh, that's hard. That's tough. That was a tough one. What, Corbin, from your perspective, when a guy on the defense that is a captain and he's a leader and he goes down mid-season, how do you come back from that? I it's like I have a love hate relationship with these situations because you hate to see anyone go down. Like that yeah. is the worst, and especially a leader like that. But then I love it because this is what the game's about. Who's going to step yeah. up? Who's ready to compete? Because then you find people, when you put them in these pressure situations, you find some crazy talent. You find some some diamonds in the rough. And so I'm just hoping whoever comes in next and whoever steps up like makes it happen. I think that's a great perspective because football equals injury. Like yeah. it just yeah. does. It's just – it's an incredibly physical sport, as you guys both know. And so, yeah, it's just the next man up. Yeah. It's going to be the next guy. All right, on Instagram, we had votes for Chase Roberts. Coming in behind him was Isaac Rex, Ben Bywater, Kyle Vanoy. Not sure where he got thrown <laughs> into the mix. So I'm going king, but why Kyle not? Kyle put that himself. He did. <laughs> yeah. He wrote I was it like, in. I can make it this time. I'll be hey, the king. He's been more active on Twitter or X, yes. whatever we want to call it these yeah. days. And it's actually been kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. It, well, I mean, he didn't get picked up for a while. Now he's on a team. We might not hear from him as much, but, <laughs> right. but it has been fun hearing from him. All right, Corbin, who would be who would you crown homecoming king for the Texas Tech game? Oh man, okay, this is this is kind of out of the blue, but I'm I love Max Tooley. Okay, I love Max Tooley because he is a baller, a playmaker, and he has been for years. And I feel like he's he's kind of been underrated for years. Like mm-hmm. he's never been the guy. But then it's like, oh, no, Max Tooley's still here. He's still getting interceptions. He's still making tons of tackles. Like, he's just been consistent for me. And he's a close friend of mine. And so I'm just like, <laughs> this dude, I just really enjoyed watching him throughout the years. So for him to be here this whole, the whole career and to still be performing at a high level, I respect the crap out of him. Mm, I think that's a really good one. Johnny, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, Tooley, absolutely. There's power in that 31 jersey that was passed out. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Has, See, I, no wonder, a little it. extra. Yes. 
right. Maybe Sai Taozu gave him that, but let's, let's just nah. say that. <laughs> it was, it was no, combined it was efforts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they put Max's head. On the shoulders of giants, right? Uh, right. No, Ma- Max, <laughs> absolutely. I think taking a different direction, Parker Kingston. Really? We just got to get him back in. He had that phenomenal game where it was the absolute game changer against our Kansas. And then Kansas happened, right? So we just got to get him back on the field. Uh, and I think he can be a, a good game changer for us. I do think the receivers are going to have to step up. So even Chase Roberts. And then ultimately the plug in there for Ryan Rico. How phenomenal was oh, the yeah. punt team being this year and the coverage downfield? So maybe we just crown the entire unit. <laughs> Homecoming <laughs> Kings. That's best the unit. We love them. Yes. I like Parker Kingston. Uh, he's a little guy, but man, is he quick. Talk- we talked about not getting separation against TCU. He was one that I felt like actually had the step on him. So I, I like that. Uh, I'm going with another freshman because my heart tells me Chase Roberts. But I'm going to go with L.J. Martin because as a freshman, that kid has carried the weight of the run game on his shoulders from game one. And he hasn't been perfect. He averages four yards a carry, but he has four touchdowns on the year. With the run game being so bad this year, all eyes are on him. And I actually feel like he's carried that very, very well as just a freshman. So I'm going to give the crown to L.J. Martin. He's a stud. He is. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll play a homecoming version of Overrated or Underrated. This is Cougar Tailgate. Welcome back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean alongside Johnny Linehan and Corbin Kafusi. Okay, guys, we're going to play a segment called Overrated or Underrated in its homecoming edition, okay? Overrated or Underrated, Lighting the Why. Since 1924, thousands of students and alumni hike the Y and light it for homecoming. Johnny, is that overrated or underrated? That's nah, mid. It's o- if I had to <laughs> pick, a, if I had to pick a side of the fence, <laughs> overrated. I hate the Y. I just hiked it three times. Never, <laughs> never do it again. Underrated with how cool it looks. Overrated yeah, yeah, yeah. in the tradition. Okay, what do you think, Corey? I think. Well, Growing up s- in Provo, you have a good perspective about it. And here's the thing. I remember when it used to be like a big deal to go yeah. light it. But now that it's all automated, <laughs> they just flip a switch. I was I'm like, is the Y lit every week now? Like I swear <laughs> it's lit every week. I'm like, what happened to like the specialty of lighting it? Because it used to take work. Because so they would like I carry love... up lanterns. No, or, exactly. Or it was right? like a big deal. So mm-hmm. I love when it's lit, but I feel like it's lit too often now. I'm like, we just need to make it a little less so it has that special feeling again. Okay. So you're going with you're going with underrated. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, I'm like, overrated it's now. Because it's a flip of the switch. Maybe slightly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> overrated or underrated, the homecoming dance. Either the BYU homecoming formal or your high school homecoming dance. This year, BYU is hosting a huge party in Lavelle's parking lot. Is it is the dance overrated or underrated, Johnny? Homecoming is not a thing where I'm from. It's all overrated. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dance, I don't know. What kind of dancing are we talking about? I like don't a, know. like a steak dance with the ruler? <laughs> it's or pro- it's BYU, we getting, so we get a little bit edgy. Yeah, all right. So yeah. overrated. Well, in they, that they sense. get to play low. Get low, low. That's one of the approved songs. Hey, I don't know why. Very, very overrated if the Cougarettes can't play the music they want to play. Hey. If if we're allowed the edited versions for some of these bangers, yeah. then 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 underrated. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Over. I'm saying it's totally underrated because they didn't have like a dance when I was – and I'm a dancer. Yeah. And so I was always just trying to find fun dances. 
And so the fact that this is going on, this is a huge win for us dancers. You know, that's us, why he moved back to Provo. I'm upgraded. Everyone get to the They're dance. You're doing a homecoming scooters. dance at Leonard Stadium? I'm coming back to Provo. No, <laughs> what's, no what's you won't go-to? see me there, but I'll, I'm happy that it's happening. <laughs> you, what's your go-to dance move, Corb? Oh, my god. I gosh. mean, it's radio, so you have to you describe know, it's it. It's like... But- that's really hard because okay, a classic you can shoulders? always do. The- you can always do like a little schmoney dance. You know, Bobby Schmurda. <laughs> you do that, and everyone respects it. It's the most low maintenance dance move. Looks kind of weird, but people love it. You know, <laughs> you just kind of look like half limp, half moving to it. It's good times. No. <laughs> well, now you got to go to the dance. I, I want to see this. <laughs> All right, overrated or underrated? The football game itself, meaning the homecoming game, does this have more weight? For the players itself knowing, do the players themselves knowing it's the homecoming game, yes or no? For me, it's overrated because, okay. like, I love homecoming. It was bigger in high school. High school homecoming games was a big deal. I remember every year here at BYU, I didn't know it was homecoming until the day of the game. <laughs> I'll be honest. And so it was like, oh, cool. I guess it's a big deal. But it was never, like, something I thought much about. Yes. Johnny, I feel like I already know your answer because you say you don't have homecoming and stuff like that in New Zealand. But what do you think? So let's switch it up. Let's go okay. underrated. Do the okay. players care? Wow. No, the players don't care, <laughs> but the fans do. I actually think it's pretty cool as an alumni, the events yeah. that they put on. BYU Finance has a homecoming barbecue that's kind of cool for people to go and hold up their LinkedIn and say, look how fancy my title is and how important I am. So in, in that sense, I'm not a huge fan of that, but I, I do think it's underrated from the events that happen. Also, I'm good friends with the Texas Tech punter this weekend, so it's an underrated game for me because wow. I'm very excited to see him and his family, and it's going to be a cracker. So do the players care? No. <laughs> but do the fans? Yes. Slightly. So in that sense, I think it's underrated. <laughs> I, I agree to that. Well, well played. All right, overrated or underrated, the new flavor of Cougar Tail. So this week it's maple bacon. They're putting bacon on top of the Cougar Tail. Last year it was the chocolate Cougar Tail for homecoming. Overrated or underrated, having a new flavor of Cougar Tail. Corbin. I'm a big Cougar fan connoisseur. You know, It's kind of my thing. Okay. As a former offensive lineman, you know, big into Cougar Tails. And I used to work at a grocery store oh. back in the day where we started putting bacon on our maple bars. And, and it is delicious if you haven't oh, tried it. Gee. So I've literally always thought, since I was working at Days Market in high school, thought of a cougar tail with bacon on it. So now that I've heard, this Your is a big deal. This is a big win. True. We're getting wins left and right for homecoming. Oh, I yeah. love that. What do you think? We have to re-architect the packaging of the cougar tail because too often you pull it out, the maple is stuck on the <laughs> on the paper, and then you just get some cheap bread. <laughs> cougar tails, they have so much potential. Currently, with the price point as well, <laughs> overrated. Bacon, underrated. Yeah. Cougar tail with bacon, still overrated in, in, my, in my mind. I think BYU needs to pivot to focus less on the cougar tail, more on the cookies and cream chocolate milk. Because that's the diabetes. That's that's the real winner right there. Oh, my gosh. I'm dying right now. My husband thinks, my husband always says, BYU hates, he, they must hate money. Why do they not make chocolate cougar tails every week? Because not everyone loves maple. I, and I kind of agree with that. I loved the chocolate. I love bringing that back. Was I think it good? I didn't even try it. Fantastic. But yeah, yeah. listen, this is my hot take, I guess. <laughs> Tastes like any other donut. But but what can you say that? I don't know. Can you say it as a BYU uh, fan? I, I don't know. But in, this, in the summer when the games are hot, 
the bees hang around the maple and then the kids are all sticky and <laughs> the kids. you miss the game. It's like, are we there to eat a cougar tail? Maybe. But are we there to watch football? Absolutely. Ah, I love it so much. All right, guys. We're going to play a segment of Buy or Sell where if you agree with it, you can buy it. If you don't, you can sell it. The first one is BYU will contain Texas Tech running back Taj Brooks to under 100 rushing yards. So Taj Brooks is currently fifth in the nation with 786 rush yards. BYU is currently 90th in the country in rushing yards allowed, currently giving up an average of 163 rushing yards per game. Are you buying it or selling it, Johnny? Man, I'm a big believer in the stock market, so this is tickling my gambling itch. <laughs> I like to buy high and sell low. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Wait a second. <laughs> no, that's what I do. That's not what I like. Uh, I actually, with my hot take of potentially not winning another game and maybe one more, I should be selling this. However, I'm going to buy this. Okay. I am going to buy this. You think this. they'll I, hold him down or 100 yards? Yes, and I do think we put more pressure on the secondary to to stop the passing game, but I do think with, with that attack we are going to try and stack the box and, and limit the run. What do you think, Corb? See, and this is where I differ. You know, I think because I'm kind of a stats guy and the probability looking at the numbers, <laughs> I'm going to sell this. But I don't think their run game is going to be anything crazy. Like yeah. I do think they'll get over 100, but I don't think – it's going to be crazy. Okay. You were a stats guy, right? You and Bronson yeah. both did stats. He probably coding it in his R <laughs> algorithms. Yeah. I'm in our studio <laughs> right it's now. It's a machine <laughs> learning model. It's it's a slight sell. Hey, this is this is the Excel master. <laughs> Only reason I passed my Excel classes is Johnny this Lennon, guy. huh? Wow. <laughs> That's a great skill. Excel. Unbelievable. Yeah, it is, right? All right, buy or sell. Cody Epps, wide receiver, catches his first touchdown of the season on Saturday. Johnny, you buying or selling? Sell. Really? You don't think he's gonna do? <laughs> just, no. Okay. All right. Just a quick sell off. <laughs> just a quick sell. No, I, I hope he does. Being underwhelming this season, so let's see if he can get a breakout game. But I, I don't think so. Okay. What do you think? Gordon? I'm, I'm gonna buy it. Okay. Go. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. What for? Just for funsies? I just think. <laughs> I just hope. I'm just hopeful. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> get that first touchdown, Cody. Come on. No, I love it. So he, he's had an injury-ridden season, only playing in a very small small doses against Arkansas and TCU with only two receptions for 14 yards this year in eight games played. Last year he had six touchdowns. So he's got it in him, right? He's, oh, he's got it. He's, he's the fan. guy. He is the guy. He was the guy last year. And so um, – but I'm going to sell. With that, all that being said, I'm going to sell. Too many other – there's too many other receivers that Slovis is looking at right now, and I think that's why. So it's nothing against Cody Epps. I want to be wrong. I want him to get a touchdown, but I think he's got a lot of options that he's worked with for half the season now, mm. and he's going to look their way first. All right, buy or sell. The game – the day game versus night game theory where BYU plays so much better at night versus during the day. Johnny, are you buying it or selling it? Buying. Like all day long. Yep. Night games are the – Best, and we we rock in the night games. It's gonna be a little bit of a culture shock going to the Big Twelve now that most of them are gonna be these mm-hmm. one p.m. kicks. So we have to figure it out. But BYU is a night team. You gonna buy it or sell oh, it? Total Corp? buy. Night yep. games are where it's at. It's way so. more fun as a player. As oh well. yeah, going out in the middle of the day just feels wrong in a sense. But at <laughs> night, under the lights, totally different atmosphere. It's fun being in the hotel watching football all day and then going to the game. Oh yeah, it's, it's like a full yeah. like Amping getting ready for it. You get the full thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's the full experience. I'm buying it too, and just even listening to you guys, the players like playing at night better. Yeah. And I feel like being on the West Coast, sort of. 
people teams coming from the east coast they're not really acclimated i mean to to this time zone and so i feel like that also plays into byu's advantage so totally buying it all right last one buy or sell byu will defeat texas tech on saturday you buying or selling it? I'm Johnny? buying the last win of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Oh yeah! What do you think? I'm Corp? buying too. Let's go! We're buying. <laughs> I'm buying it. I, I keep wanting things to change, and they don't. <laughs> BYU's offensive production is bad, you guys. It's bad. The Cougars are 121st in total offense, but the fan inside me always has hope. Exactly. Just like Corbin says, Cougs by 30. There's no, there's no rational reason, but uh, but I'm, that's what I'm going with. Well, you guys are phenomenal. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. And that does it for us today. Thanks again to Johnny Linehan and Corbin Kafusi for coming on the show with me. Carter Bond and Tori Kimball helped produce this episode with senior producer Cleon Wall. You can join the Cougar Tailgate wherever you get your podcasts, on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYUradio.org. Cougar Tailgate is a production of BYU Radio. BYU.